Hello, podcast listeners. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 92 of the Access Potential Podcast. So when we're in small business, when we create something, when we design something new, one of the questions that we often ask ourselves is how do we make this spread? How do we get people talking about this? Uh, maybe you're a little bit later in the journey and things are kind of slowing down or maybe you're just kicking it off and you're already thinking about how will this be received and how can I make something that people might talk about. So in the previous episode, we spoke about the concept of only mattering to a few and that if we really matter to a few, it gives them the potential to talk about whatever it is that you've created where if we've decided to try to make sort of a catch-all we sort of end up with this general wish-washy kind of product or service or whatever it might be that's really speaking to nobody. And it's in this situation that we simply can't grow because the thing just sort of sits there and stagnates and there's no real fuel for it to be spread laterally or to be spread sideways. So this leads us into uh, what I call super niche work or really understanding the people who you're speaking to, whether it's in a podcast or a blog or a website or a service, whatever you're designing, all starts with empathy. It starts with diving into the worldviews, the belief systems of the person that you want to serve and choosing this person powerfully and thus creating something that is noteworthy or that they can talk about because it really dives into their world. It really sort of piques their interest. It really gives them something to grab onto and to speak about. So in this episode, I sit down with Rod Cooper from the Movement Collective. Uh, Rod wants to start a podcast, which is really exciting. You know, I've often said, I think everyone benefits from doing at least one season of a podcast. It can allow us to become clearer with our own thoughts and assertions, speak more clearly, more powerfully, uh, and also just gets us involved in the creation of something that's cool, allows us to connect with others if we choose to have guests and create an asset as well. So as a small business, it gives you something to point to and something to direct your audience members, you know, your, your customers, your clients to if they want to dive deeper with you. So when Rod mentioned this, I jumped at the opportunity to have a conversation with him. We sat down and we went through a framework that allows you to get clear on your niche for a podcast. So we go through eight specific questions uh, where we get clear on basically all the messy stuff that you need to get clear on before you kick off on a podcast. So when a lot of people start these things, they're worried about what microphone to use, where to host it, these sorts of things. To be honest, those are nuts and bolts. Uh, you can find them on Google and they're not going to make or break your podcast. What is going to make or break the podcast is whether or not it resonates with a particular audience. So have you done your work on the empathy side? Do you understand your niche? Have you dived into uh, their worldview, their belief systems? Have you been thoughtful or intentional in creating something that they can talk about and share with their friends? Uh, are you clear on the transformation you're wanting to make in this podcast? So this is broken into two episodes because it was a little bit longer. Uh, this is a perfect one for anyone who's looking to create a podcast, anyone who literally wants to workshop. As we go along, you can step through these eight questions. And 
Yeah, that's about it. I hope you enjoy it. Now, to be clear, uh, we were already clear on the transformation Rod's seeking to make with this podcast. He's wanting to help educate the tribe, um, help to you know, create a resource that he could point to, um, something to stay more connected with the, his gym, which is the Movement Collective here in Newcastle. So we didn't go too deep into the transformation that we're looking to make. Uh, because it was already identified prior to the conversation. But you'll go through the rest of the questions and it'll basically cover everything you need to know. And hopefully it's of value to you. Now, if you have any questions on this one, hit me up, john at johntmarsh.com. Happy to answer them if you're looking to kick off a podcast. If you've already got one going, you started to do a few episodes and you haven't got super clear on your niche and you're just sort of trundling along, uh, this could be a good time to look at version 2.0 and go a little deeper, get clear on things and create something that's hopefully worth talking about. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. This is John Marsh. You're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. All right, guys, welcome. Today we're going to sit down with Rod Cooper from the Movement Collective. Rod's been on a couple of podcasts already. Um, thanks for making some time. Very welcome. I'm keen to, uh, to see what comes of this. Yeah. So today, guys, we're going to basically be designing a podcast. So Rod's been, we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, which is really cool. Rod's been guesting on a, on a few podcasts. If you own a facility, you've got a small business or even sole practitioner, having a podcast is a really, really great way to build kind of lateral connection with the community. Um, your clients and members, bring them on to shine a light. Uh, but also to kind of sit with someone and learn a lot and of course entertain and educate the audience as well. A lot of times what happens when people start podcasts is they go, the, the kind of thought process is something like, wow, there's a lot of podcasts. I think we should start one and then sit on the idea for a while and say, oh, there's even more. Okay, quick. It's time to go. Let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it. And while that's really good and it's great to ship things out and get going, Sometimes there's this concept of like spending a little bit of, um, it's called kind of a tussle on the front end of what we're going to do in order to kind of raise the intention a little bit. Mm -hmm. We know from podcasts that have done well, we think of Joe Rogan, we think of um, you know, Seth Godin's Akimbo, we think of any of these, um, or even Gary Vee, anyone who you listen to, there's a certain nuance to what they're doing. Joe Rogan's is known for high frequency, very long duration. Um, outstanding guests from across the world, uh, a lot of swearing, there's a lot of controversy, interesting topics, um, and this becomes part of brand. And what we can do when we're starting is to go through a framework which basically guides us into identifying who the audience is, the tone that we want to create, what we're going to do, um, and then asks us to kind of go to the fringes on how could we make it remarkable. Um, and then also we finish up with some stuff around kind of uh, the personal side of it, which is how do we overcome the resistance? Uh, how do we kind of continue? Because inevitably what happens is uh, there's probably a thousand, you know, um, start, stop podcasts out there, which is like I've done three episodes and then stop. We've done 10 and then stop. So Rod, we're going to go through together. We have with us, uh, if you're listening, we have a bunch of questions on some paper that I'm going to be going through and we'll talk through them. We've got a stack of post-it notes. So what I recommend if you're watching this and you're going to do a podcast, and that's kind of the intent here is to give you a framework, is to get yourself some post-it notes. We've got four different colors. 
we've got a couple of pens, we've got the paper, you won't need that because you'll just have the guide questions. Uh, you'll need a notebook. And we'll probably go for uh, somewhere between 35 and 50 minutes, something like that. So it's not a lot of time, especially when you consider the payoff as you go forward with the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited about you guys kicking one off. Um, we're going to get started. So let's do this. is everything sounding okay to you? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. So you could do a, we could be doing a podcast, we could be doing a blog, we could be doing, you know, a new social media account, whatever. And um, it's often a really good time to run through this framework to just get clear on who you, the market that you're creating something for. Uh, so what we're going to do is as we go along, there's a big question up here on the sheet. And then Rod uh, and I will mostly be driven by Rod because it's his podcast. We'll be filling out just some bits of paper and we'll try to keep it kind of simple and clear. Um, and then we'll stick, be sticking the paper up on the, on the board as we go. If you're in a notebook, basically you've got your headline, which will be the main question. And then you'll just be writing underneath the question. And it's going to be a little intangible feeling. We're dealing with humans, we're speaking to humans. A lot of times with frameworks, they can be super simple, which makes them quite easy to fill out. But really what we're dealing with here is like, it's called psychographics. So a little bit deeper into the mindset, the belief systems of the people that we're wanting to serve. So the first question that we're going to ask Rod is, who is this for? And I know I just mentioned psychographic, but here we're looking like at demographic. So what Rod can do is either pick the name of someone who he sees as a, a listener to this thing, and we can just flesh out their profile, or their kind of avatar. Um, but basically this is like name where they live, kind of rough age, rough, um, rough sort of demographics, if you will. So Rod, what comes up for you? And I'll write out some notes. Who's this podcast for, the TMC podcast? So let's say initially for our current members, yep. giving them more information about what we're teaching, so more educational. Okay, let's, um, pick, let's pick a member. Let's throw someone under the bus who you think would enjoy this. I reckon, oh, there's so many. Let's say Emma Quilty. Okay, Emma Quilty. Love it. So what I'm going to do is pop that up there, right? So super simple. What we've got now is an idea in our head. So everything we do is going to be for Emma. Uh, Emma's a, a you know, a, um, like a standout member of the tribe, gets involved in everything, gets stuck in, um, kind of embodies TMC a bit, yeah? yeah. Big personality. Beautiful. Okay, <laughs> let's put... Um, Let's put that uh, down, big yep. personality. Uh, let's go quickly, L-E-T, big personality. Let's go quickly into, give me a, a little bit of a breakdown on, you know, a little bit about her life. So where she lives, uh, professional, creative, like what's sort of a little bit of a breakdown of, you know, her job or, um, where she lives or anything like that. So she lives in Newcastle? Yep. And she just finished a PhD. Okay. 
So kind of like working and studying? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's, she's working in like um, research. Okay, working. This is really good because in our next question, we'll be able to go deeper on these things, working and studying. Yep. I think she just finished studying. Trains uh, a lot, loves movement. Yeah, I'm going to switch to pink here. All different types, not just the movement collective. She practices pole dancing. Okay. She's all, she's very social. All kinds of movement. All right, all kinds of movement. Um, anything else? How old, roughly? Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't know. I would say, oh. On the spot. Say like mid 20s. Okay, 26. Yeah. Sorry, Emma, if that's not accurate. All right, beautiful. Uh, anything else that pops up, you know, straight coming to mind uh, when you think about this? You own a home, do you know these sorts of things? And if not, let's just know, pick yeah. one like rents, housemates. She's yeah, I think she. Yeah, I think she rents a place okay. in Newcastle. Uh, Long-term relationship or outgoing? No, she's single. Single, yeah. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. That's probably good. One more? You got one more? Uh, works all kinds of movement. Big personality. I would say like willing to share. Like very open. Okay. Yeah. We'll go a little deeper. Yeah, we'll go a little deeper on belief systems in the next one. Okay, so just to recap, what we've done is, and you can do this a couple of ways. You can think of the person you want to talk to in this, and if you get stuck, you can go to Facebook, literally like get the, the picture and stick it up here, mm -hmm. and then you're thinking about this person. Of course, there's going to be tons of these people psychographically, so to speak, uh, as we go forward. But it gives you a good starting point and it basically sets the tone. Cool, we're going to be creating this podcast for Emma, mm -hmm. effectively. We could do a, a, a guy and a girl as well. It doesn't matter so much. This is a great starting point. So what we're going to do now is move on to the next question. Does that make sense so far? Yep. All right. I like that Rod's put Newcastle in here. Uh, a lot of people think about podcasts and they go, okay, they're non-location specific, which is true. But we're going to have the opportunity to tell stories. We're going to have the opportunity to be contextually relevant. So Newcastle is part of Rod's story. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure that will seep through later. And as we know Rod, even if we're living in Brazil, this Newcastle theme, the coast, the surfing will infuse. So I like that you've got a location for Emma. Um, so here we're going to go into belief systems. And this is where we switch from what's called demographics to psychographics. And Rod's already mentioned uh, very open, all kinds of movement, working and studying. So when we think about these things, which are kind of more on the top level, it gives us some clues as to some of the beliefs. So what we're going to do, Rod, is just come up with a few sentences which begin with, I believe, I want, or I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one, one might be, for example, for me, 
Um, I believe in, you know, um, consistency. I believe in trying my best. I believe in fairness, right? We could put those up. So let's, what's Emma believe in? What are some of the narratives or worldviews of the listener? I would say she believes that life is playful. I believe uh, life is a game or is playful. Is playful. So I'm purposely starting with I believe the sentences. So this allows us, when we think about empathy, empathy is stepping into the shoes of another person. So being able to see their worldviews and belief systems, even if they're different from our own. And so by using I, every time we say I believe, I believe, it's asking Rod to put himself over into Emma's shoes. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, she's working, she's studying uh, together. She's, you said a PhD. That's like a big sort of work ethic kind of thing. Yeah. Do you see that come through with her movement? And For sure, yes. Consistency. Okay. She b- would believe in consist- consistency for sure. In doing the work. Okay. I believe in doing the work. Really important because when we think about a guest that might be of interest, this concept of consistency doing the work, someone with dedication to the practice, gonna to start to come through as resonating with that story. Does that make sense? Yeah. What else? Playful work, uh, social. Okay, tell so me more. The, so she just, yeah, very extrovert, wants to be like a part of a group and sees the power in that. Okay. What would that in be? A community? I believe in or I want. I believe be. in uh, community. Love it. The power of community, maybe. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I believe in the power of community. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, straight away this starts to go, how could this podcast be different? Well, you know, some podcasts you do solo, someone who believes in the power of community, um, life being playful, you know, to me, it's kind of feeling like guests on the podcast. And so that's what we're thinking anyway, the teachers to express and getting the members up as well. And so if you're listening, like Rod's had TMC now for five years. Five years, yeah. So you're going to have an intuitive sense. And this is going to be coming because your natural expression of who you are and brand. Um, But this is a great exercise to go through anyway, because if Rod might have a co-host or someone else who comes on board, it's good to be clear about our narratives and worldviews as well as living through them. So it means that even if you have a bit of an off day or whatever, you get to check back in and show up for this person. And when you're picking guests, it means you're going to stay kind of down the straight and narrow in terms of who you're serving. Uh, okay. Anything else? Let's get like three, three or six more. I believe. Yeah. Or is there, was there another topic? I believes, I wants, I thinks. Community, work, playfulness. 
growth. So I believe the, that growth is an important factor in life. Great. What else? Growth. Maybe something to do with change and adaptability. Like being able to be okay with any situation. Okay. I should be the one to kind of put ourselves in multiple situations, not just stay in the kind of comfort zone. Yeah. How could you wrap that up into it? I believe. Uh, I believe. Maybe pushing, pushing edges. Okay. I believe really good. Pursuing the edge. Yeah. I believe in exploring the yep. edges. A lot of people okay. don't believe in that. Yeah, so like capabilities and yeah. It's great because as we go through these, we understand who the podcast is for, blog, whatever it is, who it's for and who it's not for. And so the feeling I'm getting is if you are just like, you know, she believes in consistency, but if you believe in the kind of consistency that's monotony and just kind of like locking yourself up and continuing, uh, this may, may not be for you. If you want to also push the edges, explore, connect with new people, it's sounding like it's kind of more that way. Yeah. What else? Let's go a couple more. Community growth, edges. Hmm. Why does she live in Newcastle? I guess because of uni, but she's finished uni now, so she's working in Newcastle. There was talk of her moving to Sydney, but I don't know if that's happening now. Maybe the whole COVID thing stopped that. Does she enjoy um, the beach or the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very, yeah. So talk to us about her. The outdoors. Okay. I believe in the importance of... Cold water swims at the beach? Yeah, she's been doing those as well. Okay, so yeah. what's that about? Yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit of social interaction yeah. plus again like pushing the edges and, okay. and doing something that's kind of different and new and exciting so i think we've covered both of those but i think outdoors i'm going to just put as well um i i believe we can do some specifics right i believe in cold exposure yeah cold water swims in winter all right what else? She progressing on her movement and that kind of thing? Definitely, yeah. So yeah, what's that about growth? Growth, I think that's covered there. Doing the work, that's the consistency for growth. I believe in Okay. I can't think of any right now. Yeah, that's cool. We can, uh, we can always add to these. So just to recap, what we believe in often runs as a program underneath. So I don't necessarily walk around saying, I believe in the power of community. I'm in community. Yeah. I'm part it of the gym. shows up in your actions. Yeah. 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 So what we need to do when we ask this is like really kind of step into their world a little bit. Uh, any special like diet, like requirements or anything like that not that i'm aware of no so that could be you know if somebody was really strict like i believe in animal rights or something mm. that would be one 
if they're more open, it could also be like, I believe in a relaxed and fun approach to food yeah. or to lifestyle. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Every it normally choice, crosses over into something else. Yeah, every choice we make or don't make says something about who we mm -hmm. are. So that's a big one if you're listening to this. Uh, if we go really deep, we could spend probably two pages of written statements. Typically what happens is you'll start up high, like I believe in the gym, I believe in being fit and healthy. You very quickly got deeper and that's typically the process. So yeah. we, we talked about here, I believe in the power of community. Uh, a layer below that could be, um, I believe in, or I want, or I cherish, or I appreciate a sense of belonging. I think that contribution is one that just came up just then. Great. So she's yeah, always kind of there to contribute to the community and add as much value as she can. Yeah, beautiful. That's kind of like, I believe in helping others or yep. I make a stand for helping others. I believe in contribution. Yep. Okay. So we have, we have uh, seven here. I would take, you know, up to nine, something like that. And then we're going to go to the next one. If you needed more answers, would you think it's a good idea to like interview that person? Because this is just making me think like, yeah, so it'd be good to sit down with them and actually find out if this is all. Okay. It's just from my perspective. Yeah, it's a great question. So if you're not sure or if you get stuck, um, I would tend not to explicitly interview However, what's called an empathy deep dive can be really helpful. So if you, if you sit with the person and talk about things, you'll uncover things mm. that you may not if you specifically ask. So for example, if I say, you know, do you believe in, uh, you know, do you believe in connection, for example? Uh, the narrative of the culture could influence that answer. Like, yeah, 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 of course. Sure. Yeah. And then at the same time, what we could do is we could see that through their actions, through yeah. how they're if living. If they're reaching out to people, if they're showing up to events yeah. and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So we do a lot of, as humans, we do a lot of, uh, not necessarily Emma, but a all of us do a lot of um, kind of talking about what we stand for. And, what, and most of the time, it's of course true, but a lot of times watching someone's behavior is the ultimate mm -hmm. litmus test of what they're actually doing. So what you could do though, is jump onto the Facebook page or the Instagram and look at who they follow, look at who they hang out with and affiliate with. Little Facebook store. Yep. If somebody's fault or, you know, the perfect example is the Instagram search page, you're going to see, uh, what's coming up, you know, Okay, how do you want them to feel? We actually engage with everything because of how the emotional uh, kind of the, the emotion that it evokes. So when I come to TMC, I feel a sense of belonging. I feel a sense of growth. I feel like I've achieved something. I feel like I'm working towards my dreams, transforming, becoming stronger, healthier, uh, more vibrant version of myself. Mm -hmm. When we interact with each other. We do it because of how the other person makes us feel. So if somebody's, um, you know, ignores you, the way that they're making you feel is ignored or unseen. And so you would tend to not want to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. So 
relationship engagement at a business level as a consumer it all comes back to how we feel we'll go to our favorite cafe because of not just the menu but the way the staff treat us and then even within the menu if it's a sophisticated menu it makes us feel sophisticated if they serve us the espresso with all the different locations it was from it makes us feel like we're a sophisticated espresso drinker so everything is making us feel a certain way we talked about you know podcasts such as joe rogan's for example uh, it makes us feel you know educated yeah uh sometimes a little shocked you know sometimes a little oh uh, and sometimes a little like polarized yep. as well um but also it makes also us feel comfortable casual and, yeah 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 yep. Casual, comfortable, like we're his friend. Yeah. Like I actually I just having a laugh. Yeah. Like gets comedians yeah. on. Yeah. I feel like most of the hundreds of millions of listeners who downloads feel like they know Rogan. Yeah. And that's really nice, and that's come through naturally. So how do you want the listeners? Because on the other end, it could be very intellectual Strict and educated. Yeah. yeah. And they would feel smart. Yeah. Right. How I do you want them to that. feel? I don't think it's that. All right. So I think what we'd want to do is kind of have the same attitude that we go into like teaching classes. So okay. it's fun, it's playful. It is educational, but it's not strict and rigid. So we'd want it to be like fluid. I want them to feel, which one do you have? Yeah, fun Quite and playful. Fun and playful. Uh, connected, so connected with us. So it would be an opportunity for myself, Jenny, the other teachers, the members to share their story other people to feel connected to that yeah valued and loved okay see that's interesting right because that's not going to be something that is common to all podcasts yeah so i think with that what i'm talking about is like getting feedback from the listeners to find out topics get them to ask questions and we can okay hit those topics yeah, to answer yeah, the questions. Like so, uh, so Q&A kind of yeah. things coming through. Okay, what else? To feel connected. Uh, like they're learning, so education. Okay, so they want to feel, they're going to feel like smarter or more yeah. educated? Like a, a greater understanding of, of what the Movement Collective is and what we're teaching. Yep, what else? Feel entertained. Cool. It's always hard, even like filming videos. I find myself like filming the videos and it's like you've got all this information you want to get out and hopefully we can, we can do this with the, with the podcast as well. Let's not make it too strict and down the line because that's not how we show up and teach. But when yeah. the camera's in your face, it's like, oh shit. Like, yeah, yeah. That's just the reps. A, rep yeah, for yeah, sure. Practice. Okay, what else? Entertained, educated, let's go. Excited. So like excited to, to, to listen to the next topic for the next episode. Okay. Is there a high energy in this? Yeah. High energy. And this is important because energy, right? Like you can kind of think about it uh, like a battery. It has a, a time component. So for example, 
it'd be really Joe Rogan two and a half hours has mm. a certain energy ebbs and flows with little pulses but then there's a lot of general kind of lower energy talk yeah if it's high energy i'm thinking shorter time frames yeah exactly like sticking to like you know half an hour 40 minutes 45 yeah. minutes maybe max yeah not like long sort of drawn out ones like getting to the point really quick but then making it fun and educational as well when you said sticking to 30 to 45 minutes that brings up a feeling of um certainty or consistency that they're not yep. going to open the podcast and it will run for three hours yeah so do you want them to feel uh you know certain certain about what they're getting into does that make sense yeah definitely i think that's important too like release dates as well making sure that you're releasing it on the on the same day but like you said with joe rogan you know you're in for a you turn that on you know you're in for two and a half three hours yeah so we'd want to keep some consistency there i like that it. might take some trial and error over time yeah my last question is this concept of connected. Uh, we'll get back to this a little bit, but are they immersed as in, is this video? So they're in with you in the podcast, kind of like what we're filming here, or is it, uh, you know, connected? Are you speaking to them on the podcast? Are you speaking about a topic? Yeah. Are you addressing Hi guys, are we addressing the audience or are we staying on the topic and they're a fly on the wall listener? I'd rather make it more conversational if we can. Okay. So having someone to interview, yeah. there'll be times when I just talk about a, like a single topic yeah. or an idea, but I think it'll mostly be connecting with them. I've got the idea of doing like, uh, like having videos and putting it on YouTube as well so people can comment and things like that. Yeah and filming it maybe live on Instagram, like also record it for the podcast, but have like YouTube live. We haven't done a YouTube live yet. We're just kind of yeah. figuring that out at the moment, but I think it'd be good to like kind of hit all of it. So yeah. It's the audio and the visual as well. I yeah. Think. So all platforms. Yeah. So they feel, they feel seen and heard while yeah. listening. Like you're, you're occasionally talking to them, talking to the microphone, talking to the yeah. audience. Yeah. Always getting Does that feedback. Make sense? Yeah, for sure. Whereas like, we can just it talk just to be, this, yeah. but as soon as we say, so guys, if you're listening to this, we're coming back to the audience. Yeah, giving them tasks and things like that or, or yeah. topics to think about. Yeah. Okay. And See, ways to reach out. So I want to be able to keep that connection as well. So giving options for them to reach out to us if, if something wasn't clear or they want you know, some more information about anything that we spoke about for them to be able to contact us with ease. Yeah. So... A good, a good uh, contrast there is Rod's talking about in the podcast, just like we're doing now, we're circling back to the audience. We're talking back to the audience to reframe or to get clear. Rod's talking about doing this a lot to encourage uh, participation, live questions, emailing through the questions so that we can exchange and talk about these either with the guest or solo. An alternative to that would be like more of a narrative. So if you got on and you wanted to share a story or wanted to talk just something about your journey or something like that and not address the audience as well would be another option for someone too. And that's going to feel a little bit more perhaps educational or follow along and probably a little bit less connected, a little bit less sort of entertained and excited. Sorry. Yeah, because Rod wouldn't be talking to you so much. Um, so we're doing can you a do both? both. Yeah, we're doing both here. Yeah. Um, and you can. Joe Rogan doesn't do both so much. 
he's with the person only and we're a fly on the wall pretty much every once in a while he might flip to, does he ever flip to face to camera and talk don't think so no. no no so it's a specific um it's a specific tone we feel like we're in the room with them but we're not a participant yeah whereas what we're talking about here and what's happening right now is you're a participant because we're wanting this to be clear to the viewer or the listener this whole process we're going through so we're speaking to the audience as well yeah um, and trying to empathize with someone else going through the same journey there's no right or wrong uh, but it's important to be consistent a lot of things we can change in the podcast but as rod mentioned before we like to know certain things you know we like to know have some level of certainty and then you could change other things so what are we going to tell their, what are they going to tell their friends this is specific and we'll actually use manufactured or like made up quotes so if we go back to an example such as joe rogan's podcast what are they going to tell their friends they're actually going to say something and this is i've said this before have you listened to joe rogan number 1123 they ha he had a guy on there talking about cold exposure it was mm. crazy they were talking about how it can do xyz so it's like we want to know what they're actually going to say to their friends and this is starting to give us a bit of a kick up the ass so to speak on how it's going to be remarkable mm -hmm. because we want them to be able to say something if it's just bleh, no yeah. one will say anything and then there's no what's called sideways sharing no yeah. one sends the podcast to their friends so what are they going to tell their friends what's like wow i listened to rod cooper like on tmc podcast episode 11 what next like could be about the tone, it yeah. could be about the energy, it could be about the guests you had. You had an amazing yeah. guest on there. Yeah. Or it could be like it was I think four like hours insight long. into some of the teachers' lives, like understanding uh, like their journey and their story. Okay. So like did you know this about uh, say Warren is a teacher? I didn't okay. know that Warren was a physio. Okay. And he owns his own business and he used to do this. Okay. So how can you reframe that into their like something that they're going to say. Say you're Emma and you've listened to the episode six yeah. and Warren's on there. Yeah. What's Emma going to say to her friend Jackie that Saturday evening? Yeah. Um, maybe I was listening to, you know, number, what did you say? Number 11? Yeah, let's go 11. <laughs> number 11, uh, Movement Collective podcast. And I was listening to Warren. They interviewed Warren and he was telling his backstory about how he, I don't know. <laughs> How he... Well, it needs to be kind of interesting, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're seeing that if you've got a guest on there and someone's interested in the story, you're going to have to then go quite deep into people's story to yeah. get like... So maybe like orchestrating some questions for those people to bring out that stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like if, if we share a bit of storytelling, if I get you on a podcast and we go, I don't know, what did you have for breakfast today? And you share a bit of story. It's not that interesting. Yeah. But hey did you hear that rod like he was actually a brewer for six years or something before he did movement he didn't start the movement until he was 30 or something yeah that's kind of interesting because here you are as the owner of the gym but we needed to dig down to yeah, pull yeah. that out so like what's something out of warren's like deep dark past that <laughs> yeah. you're going to uncover right? i don't know that right now but right. yeah 
uncovering that. Okay, okay. so did you know about I really like that because Rod had how do you want them to feel connected and what we know is storytelling is a really great way of connecting so it could be that in your guest podcast there's this curiosity that you use to flesh out and yeah. what that's going to do is bring the listener closer to the guest and that's going to help the profile of the person who is the guest because it allows us all to connect. Is that something that I would set up? before we did it like have a have like the framework yeah and it's, the questions um, it's it's more like a it's more like i think a curiosity which suits you really well like because the guest might say something and then your your thing if you're trying to evoke that to dig deeper exactly into, yeah okay. oh you said something about this how did that feel or why did you get into that you know, to go deeper, challenge, inquire, inquire versus a podcast, which is just about top level information is going to be like, it's able to kind of yeah take an idea and kind of run with it. Yeah. It's like, if it was top level, it'd be, oh, cool. Warren, you're into movement. Great. Tell us about uh, how your top five training mm -hmm. tips. Whereas what you're saying is like, uh, uh tell us more, Warren. Like yeah, what? That sounds interesting. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah. yeah. And then Emma's going to tell, tell someone else about that story. Mm -hmm. So interesting stories. What else? The educational piece will come in there as well. So I didn't know um, like about a particular movement or the way that we, whatever the topic is, gain strength, okay. progress. So did you, like, did you hear did, them talking about strength or did you yeah. know? Did you know that you, know, you can do this exercise to build strength for this? Did you know you can? This is really good yeah. too. So if you're listening, remember, Rod had earlier on like educated, growth, connected. And um, if somebody says, hey, did you know you can do X, Y, Z? They're tuning into a conversation with Rod, who's an expert and has authority. And they're feeling more empowered, more educated. And when we think back to the ideal listener, which was Emma, yep. she wants to, to she grow. She wants to share yeah. as well, yeah. which, is, which is another. So she's going to be able to do that. Yeah. And what that's going to be asking you to do is make sure you do your homework on your episodes. Make sure you come in with some like interesting stuff that really yeah. challenges these people to, br to allow them to say, hey, Anne, did you know X, Y, Z? Yeah. Right. So it gives Out you a bit of Out of the box type stuff, things that, that you know, wouldn't normally learn in class. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, that would be something like you have to listen, talk about that a little bit more. Maybe if they're talking to, if she's talking to another member, it could be, I know you've been struggling with this. They were talking about this yep. topic on the podcast. Okay. Let's go uh, a little bit talking they were talking about is the note that we're putting up. Yep. Let's go a little bit on the surface level. What are they going to say about the format? Like, oh, it was four hours long, or oh, it was nice and quick, or oh, it, was, it comes out every Wednesday. What's some of the like stuff that we say um, surface level? Like if I train at TMC, yep. yeah, like you can train five times a day, or it's open, you know what I mean? 
What's some of the stuff that you're going to tell your friends about the mechanics of the podcast? I would say that it's like easy to listen to and it's yeah, short and sharp. It's to the point but entertaining. One of the things we need to watch out for, uh, so Rod said it's short and sharp. I'm going to write that down. That's something that they tell their friends. The things we need to be careful of is trying to have what's like called a catch-all. So if I'm like, it's short and sharp and it's intensely educational and there's long-form story, then we're like, okay, how does that work? Yeah. What is it? Or how do they communicate that with their friends as well? Yeah, and we can't have something that's short and sharp, long-form educational. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because we can't do everything at once. So we go back to this concept of we're for, we have to, you know, we're for something and we're against other things. So if it's short and sharp, educational, easy to listen to. It has to stay to, consistent with that. Like exactly. Whoever, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You're not going to want to go and do five episodes that are... There's not going to be a random two-hour episode yeah. you know, when it's normally 30 minutes. Yeah. It's short and sharp, they tell their friends, which is great because if somebody is driving to work and they know they've got a 30-minute commute, they're comfortable in recommending the podcast to that person because they know that person. They say, hey, you should listen to Rod's podcast on the way to work. Yeah, it only takes... Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to put that, it only takes. But you wouldn't want to recommend the two-hour one in the same context. It would be different. Yeah. It'd be, oh, you it's should listen to it on the weekend. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, that could be a good idea for us as well. Like commute to work, like keep it under 30 minutes so people okay. can get that education. Or if they're driving into the gym, when the gym's open back up. I listen to... Listen to this on the way to work. It on the way. And so if, if you're listening, I put this up, I listen to this on the way to work. This is really important because audio is a passive medium. So we consume it passively. So if you make something that slots into your niche's day yep. with consistency and it's out at the same time, they know that when they get in the car on Wednesday afternoon, they can hit play. It updates. Finish it before they get home. Exactly. Um, so you want to take advantage of that with the audio. And anything else that they would tell their friends? Exciting. I don't know whether that's, do we list that? Do you know, like funny and exciting? Okay. Anything about the guests? I guess the guests would be all inter-movement, whether teachers or guests from other gyms, like other teachers or members. So that's that, that, I guess that one common thread. Would be they all like you get quite high level guests too like leaders in the movement like to yeah. yeah probably start with the yeah with our kind of inner circle i guess yeah first and then reach out after that yeah um as long as i know that they can provide value i don't see yeah because i think that if get. you go back to your niche to emma you know people people in here for example look up to you as a leader it's likely that they also look up to other high-level sure. movers in pole dancing. Yep. So you could straight away, looking at Emma's kind of profile and, and guess of psychographics, kind of pinpoint maybe 10 people that would be on that ecosystem that would be really cool to connect with. Yep. 
So what did we say there? Um, what were they going to say about that? Here's really interesting guests or something. Funny, exciting, interesting. Yeah, new interesting guests. So someone they haven't heard from that we know because we've been in the movement game for a long time. And cool. So this is important. To add. This is important because podcasts are really nice to get your friends on, right? And connect with people and have a chat. Yep. However, you've just also, not saying your friends aren't really interesting, they are, <laughs> but, but what we need to recognize is we're also making an effort to, to seek out the others. interesting people. Yep. If, the, if you say they're new and interesting guests, that means that there's a constant looking around to dedicate a bit of energy to send the messages, to connect with people that you think Emma would find really interesting globally. Because if we rest on our laurels too much and we go, oh, I'm just going to get an episode out. Um, I'll get my neighbor Jenny. On, no, no, wrong <laughs> word. Um, and if I get my next door neighbor Anne on it, um, great. I filled up an episode. Now, cool. And Anne might be an amazing you know, pastry chef or something. Is she really super interesting to that niche? The audience, yeah. Yeah. Or what, what about her story? Like what's, it makes us kind of work a little bit to make sure we're connecting the right dots. Yep. versus just any dots. All right, guys, that's it for part one. Tune into the next episode for part two of the conversation with Rod Cooper, how to design your podcast.